morning. At some point, I'm going to do some. Hey, Stanley, how are you? At some point, I'll get. Uh, there's another. Uh, there's another teaching I needed on the Holy Spirit, but the Lord kind of took me a different direction. This, I just. Uh, uh, you know, we all know the Lord's Prayer: "Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven." You know, and and what God, what God's really put on my heart, is. We need to be a people that live from heaven to earth. You know, in many cases, we're people who live on earth. You know, there's a there's a old story that's been out there for years. You know, that, that talked about the the uh, an eagle that was raised with turkeys. Well, if you're an eagle that's raised with turkeys, what do you do? You scratch the ground. You don't soar. You don't. Okay, and uh, um, in some cases, we can be eagles that are raised with turkeys. You know, if we're not careful. And so, um, Matthew six thirty three: Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And so, and so, in an effort to kind of, um, you know, so when you live from heaven to earth, it's you know, it's it's easy for us to keep our eyes on what's going on around us. You know, we look at others, we look at what's happening in the world, we look at what's happening. You know, but but the reality is, is we're seated with God in heavenly places. Ephesians, you know, 4, 6 talks about that. We're seated with God in heavenly places. So if, if just, just picture for a moment, if you were sitting with God, you know, I used to go, you know, I, when, when I was a kid, we would go down to my grandparents who lived in a small town. One of my great uncles had a kind of a hardware shop, right? So we go into this hardware shop and you pull up a three-legged stool and you'd sit around and you'd talk. As a kid, I would just run out of the hardware store, but my parents would sit down and they'd catch up and chat. And, you know. and uh, so in my head, I have this idea, just pulling up a three-legged stool in heaven, into the throne room, sitting down with Jesus and saying, Jesus, what are you seeing? From heaven to earth, right? Well, I don't know. I, you know, one of the things I wanted to, you know, so there's a, this book is by Sean Boltz. It's called Keys to Heaven's Economy. Keys to Heaven's Economy. But sometimes when you, you know, when we just go through our daily life, we, we lose sight of the fact we should be working from heaven to earth. And so I just want to take one of these chapters. He's got the, he's, this chapter is called The Economy of Heaven. And I just want to throw out some things, and again, to challenge us, to think from heaven to earth. Okay? And so this is a, this is a series of, uh, Sean Boltz had a series of encounters, kind of visions even, you know, that, uh, of, of heaven and different things. And this is a neat um, the book, it's called, it's an angelic visitation from the minister of finance. Heaven's minister of finance, not an earthly minister. <laughs> good book, it's, it's a good book. It's very interesting, got a lot of good things in it. But uh, I just, one chapter I want to just, so I just want to encourage you with some of this stuff. In 1997, I had a supernatural experience that dramatically marked my life. I was transported to a heavenly realm and taken to a huge warehouse. It was so vast that I could not find the room's perimeters. I could not distinguish the ceiling or the walls, even though the room was enclosed. Never have I seen a structure so immense. An angel who oversaw the storehouse was assigned to show me around, and he took me on a tour of the different sections of the building. What is this place? Size so lit up. This is the storehouse of heaven. Every provision 
that will ever be needed in this age for Jesus to receive the fullness of an inheritance here, ready and waiting for those who would partner with him and would call it forth. So picture this, a storehouse in heaven. And uh, so as they walked around, I'm just going to give you the highlights and some of the things that, that, that they showed him. The first one was the Department of Creative Miracles. Um, the this is the Department of Creative Miracles, the angel said. He didn't need to explain it further. Surrounding me were eyeballs, ears, teeth, a hair, toes, fingers, bones, muscles, organs, as many, so many parts. And these bar body parts consulted only one section of the Creative Miracles ones. They were just waiting on people to call them forth. Do you have a knee? You need a new knee? Ask the Lord for a new knee. From heaven to earth, you know. Um, for instance, he saw a leg. He saw he noticed a toe tag. Then he realized all the legs had tags on them. They had a name and a date. But God wanted to heal that person. God was going to. But recognize it's a partnership. We have to reach out. We need to pray. We need to pray for others. The next, the next part of this storehouse was heavenly manna. Um, a section away, I noticed an angel's preparing food. Every type of meat, healthy for human consumption, filled the table. Breads, oats, milk, clean water, vegetables had been accumulated. Um, I know what you're thinking, but the foods here are not for his banquet, the angel said. These foods will be called forth and given through miraculous provision and multiplication for the poor of the earth and the poor in spirit. Another storehouse. Now this one I really like. This is a supernatural faith dimension. Um, he was invited to walk into kind of what he, he saw as just a magnificent light. This was the place in God's heart everyone longs to see. It was a it was a fell fell a faith realm, excuse me, a faith realm that in many ways is hard to describe. While in this realm I could believe for any creative miracle or provision that would equip a person for his or her destiny. Other people were in the cloud. They seemed to be praying on earth. Somehow accessing this place in God's heart. As they prayed in agreement with what was available in heaven, the limited natural realm expanded to admit the miraculous power of God. In this place, I felt I could ask God for anything. Um, um, I looked at my angelic friend with amazement. He had not traveled into the cloud, into this cloud with me. This, this, that is a place in the Father's heart reserved for humans. It's interesting to think that, that an angel could not go into a cloud of faith. Why? Because faith has to be operate, has to be acted here on earth. You know, once in heaven, you won't need faith. You're with the Father. You're with the Son. You're with the Holy Spirit. But here, we have the opportunity to, to act in faith. Rooms of divine architecture. Um, welcome to the rooms of divine architecture. Miniature models of buildings were everywhere. I saw materials, materials that were fully prepared for architectural work. The new types of structures and buildings had been assembled to withstand global calamities. Um, each plan had a seal on it. Some of the seals had names and dates, others just had names, while some were left unmarked, waiting for whomever would commit to the plan to bring forth the name as well as the purpose of Jesus. The creative invention section was next. Every type of technology was represented. Agriculture, computer science, medical, many cures for diseases were in this section. Toys were here, sound devices, video, multimedia machines. So many basic materials already known to humanity that could be combined in new configurations. Uh, also, angels guarded certain inventions. Um, I tried to discern why guards existed in this area, then I noticed that some people were trying to gain illegal access through witchcraft to steal these inventions. 
I was incredulous that the enemy was so bold, yet as I watched, one invention I began to understand. Um, some, some creative inventions available in heaven to bring from heaven to earth. The next part of the storehouse he went to was heaven's music storehouse. Um, the music arc section was especially interesting because it overlapped the very throne room of heaven. So many hymns were being played and so many songs were being sung that it would have seemed chaotic. But my spirit was able to sample comfortably a variety of different styles and genres. Sounds that had not yet been created, accompanied by modified and even brand new instruments were rampant. Songbooks full of new expressions which had been written to unlock hearts and woo them to a deeper intimacy with God. The number of songbooks seemed infinite, and all of them pleased God immensely. The only one who would ever be able to count dreams upon dreams of songs still to be written for him. Um, a few other places, a garment section for cloths that would reflect heaven. A farming section to inherit divine strategies on how to feed the earth and steward food. An educational section with creative teaching for students, young and old. Products, a prophetic section with multifarious revelations just waiting to be birthed on earth and so many more. Towards the end of my chair, the angel in charge of the storehouse told me, the storehouse is a picture, a metaphor, or a type of how heaven's economy operates. As I've written previously, this is Sean Bolt speaking now, my heart was filled with this understanding that everything we need to bring Jesus his full reward has already been prepared by the Father. He will hold nothing back. The Father has carefully created these provisions in the spirit realm of heaven. They only need to be recognized and then apprehended by those who have eyes to see, anyone cho who chooses to partner with God. You see, when we became Christians, we became partners, friends with God. And, and, in, and, and, and what we need to understand is that when we live from heaven to earth, we have this vast heaven, this vast storehouse. It's ours to call upon. It's ours to connect with. As we connect with the Father, as we connect with the Son, as we understand the Holy Spirit and we begin to become intimate with Him, He begins to show us and teach us about how to live from heaven to earth. And, uh, um, you know, as He... Um, was saying there, you know, if you think about we're in the process of getting ready for a wedding for our youngest son, and uh, all the things you do want to do for your son's wedding, for your, you know, son or daughter that's your dad, you know, all the preparations, all the things. Now think about the father. Jesus is his son, and the body is the bride of Christ. He is preparing us. Okay, he's going to have a perfect bride. He is going to, we are going to rise up as a perfect bride for Jesus Christ. And so the body of Christ is being prepared. And so why does he have this vast storehouse? He wants to prepare us. He wants to make us perfect. He wants us to reach out. He wants us uh, to restore us. See restoration happen around us and to others. And uh, um, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, uh, so part of what I just wanted to do was kind of a little vision casting of, 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 of somebody else who, who has gotten a vision of, of what's in heaven and that, that what we can draw upon, what we can hold on to, and what we can appropriate. Can you imagine if even just, if we just, one, just you know, the Bible says if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed. You know, that, if you've ever seen a mustard seed, they're really small. But 
if, if each of us could have just the faith of a grain of a mustard seed and start to live in that faith realm, and just to see God explode in this place, okay? Because it's, it's not about how many are here or the surroundings that we're surrounded with, but it's, it's about heaven. If we bring heaven to earth, it makes all the difference, okay? makes all the difference. And so, and so I just wanted to, you know, just, you know, challenge you with kind of a, a, a different view, a different view, a view of, of, of the concept of living from heaven to earth. And uh, uh, and that's really all I have.